Welcome to the Horse Talk Show. You never heard of a talking horse? With your host, Louisa Barton. I want to be a famous rider. I should like to race. Presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. Truth is, I help horses with people problems. Now here's the Brit on the bit, Louisa Barton! Yeah, baby! (laughs) The Larson family has been farming hay in Idaho for generations with a mission to always provide high-quality hay products at a fair and reasonable price. Larson Hay loves to meet new customers while always honoring the ones they already have. Find Larson Hay on the web at larsonhay.com, like them on Facebook, and definitely visit one of their locations. Larson Hay, Idaho's finest alfalfa, and our television broadcast sponsor. Welcome to the Horse Talk Show, presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. I'm Louisa Barton in the studio with Jodie Everton from Chestnut Hill Arabians and the Ocala Stirrups Program. We do so love our Arabians. Yes, Jody, we do. welcome back. Thank you so much, Lisa. Happy to be here. Missed you a bit. Thank you Lots so much. Yes. I'm going to be here for a little stretch though now. She's going to be here for a stretch. I, yeah. Apparently I need her. I've had a rough week, but we'll talk about that later on. We've got Dr. Kayot uh, coming up in the next break. He's going to talk a little bit about ear hematomas. Jody went, ew, when I texted her. Uh, then we have our returning Paralympian here, whose birthday is this week, Kayla Vanderwalt and her trainer. And uh, we're going to be talking to them here uh, for a couple of segments and be sharing some of their experience overseas and... Uh, what birthday plans we've got in black, white and gold. I've got to do something about that rather quickly. Yeah. Yes, we'll sort that out though, so I have to match the event. I understand. (laughs) Uh, And then we're going to uh, give you a little from Steve Haskin uh, on the latest and greatest in the thoroughbred world and then wrap it up with my story. If it doesn't make you cry, it should. (laughs) Um, But starting out, let's talk a little bit about some upcoming things that are going on. Yes. That are rather important. Uh, we have got. I have trouble saying this. You one. can do it. Conversations about conservation. Nailed it. I nailed it. That's the 23rd of November at Ocala Breeder Sales. That is Horse Farms Forever with Kevin Sheely here from the CEP discussing balancing the two worlds of both farms and industry. And Mr. Malone himself, who owns Bridalwood, who is also the largest privately owned uh, farmland owner in the United States of America. So. This should be a wonderful event. Sign up for it. Get involved. Horse Farms Forever is maintaining our culture as the horse capital of the world, and we know how important that is. Seminole Feed Stores likes to appreciate their customers. I'm one of them. I like being appreciated. How about you? Tell us how you've been appreciated by Seminole. You can comment below. Seminole Feed Stores is going to be the 25th and 26th of September at the Highway 40 West location. Lots of great specials, in-store giveaways, a dollar off Seminole Feeds, two dollars off Seminole Wellness. Does that say fifteen percent off? Yes, fifteen percent off in-store items. That's a good savings it's time to go for get things some that you piranha. need anyway. It's a great get idea. Some piranha and speaking of piranha, it's almost like magic. That is wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> the moment the obsession started, that appears to be a barn door. Yes, I would say. 
I hate to admit it, but the photo's black and white. I'll have to find it. But you know, in England it was, you know, it was different. And so, you know, um, that doesn't make me old, does it? But I can't walk on my first pony, Alice. Oh. It's actually my mum's pony, Alice. That's sweet. So it started early. Very early. How about yeah. you? It definitely started early. Horses were in my life early. I think the obsession started, and my parents did a lot of breeding. So seeing those foals That's how they had come you. through. Well, oh, you mean true. horse breeding. They did some horse breeding. We, they had some lovely human foals, too. But, uh, yeah, they did a lot of breeding. So seeing those foals born. That somehow sounds weird. My parents did a lot of breeding. This, right. one's, this one's off the chain. I'm just going to keep talking. I don't know what she's talking about tonight. But, um, yeah, the obsession started, I think, watching foals be born, watching them be trained, watching them grow up. Awesome. And how old were you? Um, Probably, I don't know, nine or ten when I was, uh, that I have memories of babies being around. Maybe a little younger. I was in my nappy. What does that mean? Diaper. Oh. British banter for Katie Wentz, if you're listening. Okay. In my nappy. I have my nappy on and I'm tiny and I can't walk and I'm sitting on Alice. And I think that's when I said, this is it. This is my thing. This is my thing forever. Yeah. And actually, funny spin-off of that is that years and years later, to this day, my parents still say... But you had the horses. And when my brother got the Jeep Wrangler that I wanted, and I oh, got that a was Chevy the answer. Chevette, I was heartbroken <laughs> because I wanted the Jeep. Crummy comparison. Said, but you had the horses. Oh, yeah. I always had the horses. That was Yeah, that I was your thing. I didn't have any of the other things because yeah. I had the horses. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. now I get it. As you know, it costs money. Yeah. To have horses. You got to make some choices. Yeah. It was okay. It was worth it. It was been a good life. That's good. I've, I've never been without them since I was old enough to know what one was. There you go. So please comment below and let us know how your obsession started. Or you can message us if you'd prefer. We'd like to share that on the show uh, next week. So please do comment on that. Upcoming Horseween, October 29th. That's so much fun. There's nothing better than horses in costumes. I actually have a message I forgot to answer if you're listening about the Mustangs. Yes, of course we want them to come. Um, I will answer you on that later. Uh, Horseween October 29th at the Downtown Market, hosted by the Equine Initiative, presented by Piranha. This event is brought to you by Miller & Sons Plumbing. So if your loo is blocked up, give them a call. Bathroom, give them a call. Yep. Or if you have a major project, Miller & Sons, they are your go-to for all your plumbing needs. And they also install Piranha spray systems now as well. That's right. We do love those partnerships, don't we? Yeah, and some super nice guys on top of that. They're amazing. Yeah. And we're going to have horses, dogs, and kids and adults all in costumes. And we're going to have a contest for all with prizes. So that should be a really, really fun event. So make sure you come down. We'll have candy and giveaways and trick-or-treating. One more event that we have to go to. This sounds like a lot of fun. So I'm going to tell you about it instead. Wild West murder mystery. Yes. I'm wondering if perhaps this could be a car dealer. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Saturday, December 4th, 5 to 9 p.m. Yeah. at Stirrups and Strides Covered Arena. Ladies and gents, put your super sleuth cowboy hats on and mosey over. Sounds funny in English. It actually. does. Mosey over to Stirrups <laughs> and Strides for a fun and wacky Wild West murder mystery dinner. Beer and wine cash bar, silent auction, theme baskets and drawing prizes for authentic Wild West 1890s best get-up. I David am Helmuth so excited come. about this. So the organization is Stirrups and Strides. I'm sure you just said yes, that. And Betty Gray, uh, she 
is amazing. I think this is such a clever way. Such think. a fun event to raise some uh, money for her program. And actually, I just posted on my Facebook page. I think uh, we're in that 24 hours of giving for Stirrups yes, and Strides. Yes, we are. 21 where, to 22. Yes, okay, where they're going to match um, sponsorships that are collected in the next, uh, I think, between now and tomorrow morning. Yeah. So, yeah, if you don't know more about that, check out my Facebook page. We, will, we, can, we can post it, though, can't we? Yeah. Okay, good. Because sure. they'll take obviously any anything that you can do to help, they would appreciate. But I want to sit at the table. We, we want to sit. Oh, for sure. I'm going to bring my buddies Joe and Rob, and I think we are going to have a really good time at this. It's going to be a lot of fun. Seventy-five dollars yeah. a ticket. This all goes to Serbs and Strides Therapeutic Writing Center, which is a 501c3 that helps um, disabled, physically and mentally disabled uh, children and adults and veterans. Mm -hmm. So this is a wonderful program and they do a lot for our community and we love what they do. For sure. So this is a way to have fun. Yeah, you get a great meal. Solve a murder mystery. Uh, some entertainment. The you can dress up. Be hanging behind them which I'm definitely, something. oh yes, we've heard, we did have intel that the banker has been killed. Yeah. The banker has been murdered. So I think this is great, December yeah. 4th. And, um, you know, don't forget November the 5th, of course. Guy Fawkes Night. Okay. Holiday. Okay. I, well, I don't know what we, that is. We, well, how many minutes do we have left, guys? All right, we'll talk about so that So we a burn a guy. Guy Fawkes tried to blow up Parliament in the... Uh, 15, was it 17? I can't remember. But anyway, they burned it. Big difference. I can't. My history is like, what? <laughs> so I'm going to get into trouble with Tom Schmitz. I have to uh, Google okay. Guy Fawkes. All right, Google it. Let us you, you, you message me and let me know what that Didn't means. hear it here. Oh, my word. We'll be back in just a minute <laughs> with Dr. Adam K. After the horse pumps forever. <laughs>
This show is brought to you in part by DAC Vitamins and Minerals of Florida. All horses need a solid immune system, excellent joint support, a healthy gut, and DAC has all the vitamins and minerals they need with the NASC stamp of approval. So like them on Facebook now or go to feeddac.com. DAC, it makes a world of difference. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Second segment of the Horse Talk Show presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. I'm Louisa Barton in the studio with my co-host Jody Everton from Chestnut Hill Arabians and the Ocala Stirrups Program. And joining us by phone, Dr. Kayot from Peterson and Smith. Welcome back to the show, Dr. Kayot. Good evening. Thanks for having me. Very nice to have you with us. Um, so our little piranha template for the night was when did the obsession begin? But it was a little girl opening the barn door um, when she fell in love with horses. When did you fall in love with horses, Dr. Cam? <laughs> That's a good question. First time you made a paycheck. I just, I just, always, no, no. I just always loved them. You know, I mean, I always, I always liked them. I grew up on a 20-acre farm. Did you? And, um, and we had sheep and some cattle. <laughs> and uh, I had the horse bug, and nobody really knows where that came from because neither of my parents really ever had any horses my mom was a city girl and mm. my dad grew up on a farm but the only horses they had were horses that helped work the farm sure. and um so yeah i don't know where that came from that was just uh you just love innate, innate dna i guess yeah <laughs> I hey know you know that. maybe if you family treat it back you might find some uh some real horse uh-huh. lovers back there you know and some you know i saw some people just born with an affinity to them aren't they? yeah really yeah. You know, yeah, there's some sure. people who couldn't care less if they ever see a horse. You're right. And there are other people who just can't live without them. They yeah. have to watch. Yeah, so, you're right. So you just yeah. must have been born with the bug. I was born with the bug. <laughs> Got it. Much to my folks' dismay. But, well, know, we're so certainly just, glad that you were be, born with the bug. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. I think it worked out pretty well for you. <laughs> now you get to help them all the time. And that's, that's a, right. that's a that's wonderful right. job. So. That's right. Let's talk a little bit about ear hematomas. You said you actually launched one today. Um, yep, sure did. Now, usually these start from an injury or an allergy or um, or something along those lines. Is that the most common occurrence for an ear hematoma? Yeah, the most common occurrence is from them scratching their ears. They get it, you know, this time of year, sweet itch is, is a, you know, I think we talked about that a time or two on, mm-hmm. on the show. And, um, you know, the ears are one thing that just get eaten up by the bugs. And um, some horses re- really react to it. And they just sit there and they'll scratch them on the tree, on the fence post, on the stall wall, anything and everything they can scratch their ears on. And that trauma then causes the hematoma. Um, and it can be very painful. It can be very painful for them. Uh, but it, it's like they can't help themselves, you know. It, it mm-hmm. hurts, but then it feels good when they're sitting there scratching. And, <laughs> That's and then, so true. And then it's like, and it's, like, it's really hard for the for the owner to deal with because they don't want you to touch their ears, and the only way you're going to help them is to try to touch their ears. And so, yeah that's generally when I get involved and that's what happened today yeah. <laughs> so like, we were trying to help this horse and we need some sedation and so I went out there and you know we, we ended, up, ended up sedating the horse and, and basically lancing it open and letting the, 
That was your ooh today. <laughs> oh. Plus and goo. Serum, just nastiness that comes out. And the bad part about that is generally when it heals in, you end up with a cauliflower ear, basically. So you got a, this misshapen ear, but, um, you know, uh, it does affect their appearance a little bit. So if you don't want that to happen, the best thing to do is to try to jump on it early and keep them from scratching as best you can and, and, and keep their allergies at bay, you know, with, with steroids and uh, antihistamines and things like that that, that help and, and management to keep the bugs I've off. tried the fly mask with the ears but my horses keep scratching the ears off yeah, the fly mask. Yeah, sometimes it doesn't even work and you end up spending more money on fly masks yeah. because they sit there and rip the ears off and everything else because they're sitting there um, so true. you know scratching them scratching them and tearing them up but but yeah those are those are the most that's the most common cause from it and uh it, it stinks usually usually i do see it in the older horses that tend to be just turned out in the field um Typically, your show horses don't do that too much, and I don't know if that's because they're inside more, so their environment's a little bit more controlled, but um, it's yes, usually seen in those guys that spend uh, spend most of their time out in the field. You know? Yeah, so, so you know some good roll-on fly repellent, Piranha actually has a good roll-on, I think, that works yeah. quite well. You roll that on up at the top of the, yeah, the ears. That really will help. Exactly. Keep the no to keep the bugs away, the no that's the, that's the main culprit. We don't have a photo of Dr. K up tonight. We like seeing his what? handsome face. <laughs> his mom actually commented about the bug of the way. Oh, his mom did? What did yes. his mom oh. say? Dr. K, mom's got a comment. As soon as Adam knew the difference in, between a dog and a horse, he wanted a horse. Probably ah. about age three. Oh. He had to wait till he was nine. He had to wait till he was nine. And four H and one. And did four H. Once he knew the difference between a horse and a dog, Mum says. Thank you, Mum, for those See, comments. I can't, I can't even tell lies on here. I know. Back me up. I can't tell big stories or fish tales either. So. What's, what's Mum's What's Mum's oh, yeah. first name, Doctor K? Jane. Jane. Thank you, Jane. Thank you, Jane. We love input on this show, <laughs> and we appreciate you turning him in. <laughs> You had a question, I think. Well, Katie. you know, what you were describing, I think, kind of answered it. I wondered, you know, being in Florida, when you take the bridles off the horses, they're always so sweaty and grimy. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I noticed if we don't make sure we clean, clean them up really well when we're hosing them off and really clean up that area, they'll go want to go in their stall and itch and rub. And, yeah. and I didn't know if then that could cause uh, what you're describing. Well, they, it could if they do it a lot. But okay. really what ends up causing is really the excessive scratching when they're out there all day and they're just scratching mm. on that tree or whatever you know um just a little bit of scratching is fine and normal but i mean they really get in there the poor suckers i mean they're okay. hurting so bad and it's just so irritating that they just they basically want to rub, rub, rub their ears off and that's oh. what they're trying to do yeah. i can so. relate to that when i get a mosquito bite i scratch it until there's nothing but a crater <laughs> Nice. Right. And it feels so good until afterwards and there's an ugly thing and then there's a scar and I always think, why did I do that? But at that moment, I can relate because it was like, oh. She's going for that short-term relief. <laughs> there's something about like how much in pain can I put How much can you tolerate? Myself? Yeah, how much oh can gosh. I tolerate until it doesn't itch anymore and then you look at it and go, oh, why yeah. did I do that? So long-term long outcome is, is good if you're treating it and you get on top of it, right? Medicine right. and, yep. and yep. take all the necessary steps. Yep. And, and if I end up having to come out and land like I did today, you're going to have an ugly ear left. But 
Prevention's much better than... Prevention's much better. Yeah. For sure. Much better. For sure. And maybe Absolutely. if you have horses that are turned out 24 hours a day and one's having a problem like that, maybe you try to bring them in a little bit more, especially yeah, in the heavy bug better. times. Yeah. Especially, especially at night for the no seams. That's when they like to hang around and do their damage mostly. So, yeah, yeah if you can at least bring them in during the night, put a fan on them, yeah. put, put some piranha or your favorite bug yes. repellent on Sure. Yeah then uh, that, that can help out a lot. That can help reduce that, and, and at least during the time that they're suffering with it the most anyway, and mm -hmm. go back to your yes, normal exactly. schedule later. But, exactly. but the summer's hard on horses here anyway. There's, a, there's tough, a lot of sure. things out there that want to eat horses at this yeah, time of year. Sure. So, for sure. Yeah. We're almost at yeah. the end of it, though. I keep telling myself that. Yeah. Dr. Chaos, oh, yeah, I want to thank you so much. I know you're on the way to a, uh, to, to a game with the kids. So um, enjoy and uh, you. hope you have a great week and we'll talk to you next week. All right, sounds good. Thanks See so you. much. Dr. Adam Chaot, or Chaotic, as we've now renamed him. Adam Coyote. <laughs> Coyote, I like that. <laughs> we'll be back on the Horse Talk Show in just a minute. Uh, we got a couple of guests coming up here to join us who were at the Olympics. Rather exciting. We're going to be talking uh, to a couple of people who just went through an experience that's pretty incredible. So yeah, you're going to want to listen to it. Yeah, it's going to be a good story. On the Horse Talk Show, we'll be right back. Thank you to our presenting sponsor, Peterson & Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. And Larson Hay, our broadcast and television sponsor, plus supporting sponsors, DAC Vitamins and Minerals, Seminole Feed Stores, Piranha, TT Distributors, and the Hilton Garden in downtown Louisville. This show is brought to you in part by Seminole Feed Stores, family-owned since 1934. Manufacturing fixed-formula horse feeds with mindful monitoring and quality ingredients right here in Ocala in an all-natural, non-medicated feed mill. Seminole Feed, simply the world's best and safest feed. Like them on Facebook now or find them at SeminoleFeed.com. Thank you. It's something we want you to know at Seminole Feed Stores. We want to show you how much we care by having our annual customer appreciation sale, September 25th and 26th at our 40 West and Bellevue locations. We invite you to enjoy $2 off Seminole Wellness Horse Feeds, $1 off all Seminole Feeds, 15% off in-store items, and much more. Our 40 West location will also feature food trucks and a Grandview Clydesdale. Come see us September 25th and 26th with store hours at 40 West, 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. Saturday, and 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Sunday. Our Bellevue location will be open from 8 a.m. to 3 p.m. on Saturday. Find us on Facebook or Instagram at Seminole Stores. It's Seminole Stores Customer Appreciation Day. With a prize for every purchase, we make it easy to provide you the ingredients of a winner.
Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. I'm Louisa Barton in the studio with my co-host, Jody Everton from Chestnut Hill Arabians and the Ocala Stirrups Programme. And over to my right, I have Trisha Bell and Kayla Vendable. And they are back from Tokyo. And of course, Kayla competed in the Paralympics. First time for her. First time I think out of the country for you, right, Trisha? Yeah. Your first international trip? Yeah. So we're going to hear a little bit about their story. Guys, welcome back to the show. It's lovely to have you with us again. Wonderful, and I'm excited to hear what you do. You know, I was like this the whole time. You've got what's happening? Oh, yeah, like, thank God for social media because I can watch I, the trip. I tried to keep up until we you could. Did. Yeah, you did good. Mm-hmm. You did Very good. Well. You really did. Yeah, you your mom us kept us posted. And yeah, it was nice. It was awesome. What an experience. So we'll start with the journey. Mm-hmm. Get, well, let's start getting ready, ready for the journey. How the heck did you get ready for a trip like this with everything you need for you and the horse and you as the trainer and was that like lists. massive yeah lists. lots and lots not lists like mine i hope that <laughs> Double i lose check them yes. yeah yeah going back through and through and through because mm-hmm. it wasn't just like lists for us we had to make sure that the horse had everything too and because if we left something behind <laughs> we'd have yeah, a problem like you can yeah. just pop down to no. the store and pick it up right we're allowed to take <laughs> yeah stuff very that we couldn't take so gosh so what was there anything that you couldn't take that you wanted to take uh, you know, certain supple- supplements, dirt, certain grains, <laughs> oh, like the hay. Really? You couldn't take hay. Mm-hmm. You can't take hay, so you Yeah, you had to order there. the hay, so you had to tell them in advance what type of hay your horse got because they only had one company that was providing the hay for the Paralympics. Mm. So they did have Timothy in Germany. And Yeah, so we had to kind of switch over him, and then he got Timothy in Tokyo, but all was good. Wow. Yeah. So that's like a real concern when you're traveling because you obviously you're already putting your horse through this enormous trip and traveling yeah. and long journey and everything. And then you've also got to face like a hay change, which can be a big thing for some horses. Mm-hmm. Now, he is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah he was easy pretty, going. He's pretty like and whatever. Then you had to take enough of the supplements unopened because nothing, your grain or supplements can be opened going to Tokyo. So it's not oh. like you could use the same ones. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you really oh had to do Pretty planning. much everything had to be brand new as well, mm-hmm. unless you had to like disinfect it and stuff because they were very strict on sure. wow. that kind of thing. Gosh, so there was really a lot yeah. to think about, a lot to get ready, and a lot of preparation to make it yeah. all happen. Um, so you went first of all to to Germany. How long was that flight? Um, let's see. For ten us, hours? it was yeah, about a ten-hour ten flight from Atlanta. And you don't travel, forgive me for being in, but you don't travel with the horse? No, they had um, grooms and stuff specifically on the flight just to take care of all the horses, but we didn't get to go on them. Really? Yeah. Oh, I think now I would love to fly with the Yeah, that would be pretty cool. Wouldn't that be an like, yeah. experience? I think yeah. that would they be so great. They say it's very cool. Oh, oh really? have to keep it pretty cool, cool for the horses, yeah. Oh, makes sense. Now, do they, do they tranquilize the horses for the journey? No. No. So mm-hmm. they just go in, it's like going in a stall? And yeah, they, they feel go. like they're just in like, a normal horse trailer. trailer. We should have asked Dr. K about that. I don't know how we would know that. But <laughs> how would you know? They don't have to do this. Yeah. <laughs> like Give we them do. gum. Yeah. Um, put a bag over their yeah. <laughs> I wonder if they get a sensation, though, like we do. You know how you get that sensation, like your ears, like... Yeah. yeah. I wonder if horses get that. Will we ever know? 
I don't know, Louisa. <laughs> One of the things we will always Jane. wonder about. Boy, your son. Yes, that's right. Oh, right. Yeah, the animal communicator. There she'll, we go. Um, she might know. She could ask. So, oh, all right. Let's get yes, back into it. So Germany was a beautiful, never oh, been country. Never oh, been I thought it was very pretty. I mean, we couldn't explore too much because of the, we were technically in a quarantine ourselves as well. But we did go to a like few places. I know. I know. That was the first he's day for the camera. Oh, he's a poser. Yep. Yeah. He's so is so smart. He knows everything you say to him. Oh, I love like, this one. Him. Look at this oh, no, photo. Yeah. This weekend. I met him when we were at the when we went out to see them. Yeah. It, it's beautiful. Look I love that. this photo, yeah. So Germany was amazing, yep. and, and you were there how long? Uh, we were there for a week. A week in Germany. We like the bakeries in Germany. Oh, yeah. ah, yes. <laughs> bakeries nice. in Germany, England, France. Oh, my. I like the best. The bakeries are like, oh, I'd be so fat if I lived in England. <laughs> I would. So, and what was the weather like in Germany? Was it sort of like um, here, or...? It was actually not too pretty, bad until, like, what, cool. the last two days? It got a little cooler than usual, but... I mean, it was part. way better than the, the real Olympic people had a ton of rain. Yeah. Okay, okay. So the Paralympics, we kind of lucked out on the, I thought it was cold because I like to be warm. But, right. I mean, it was cool. Yeah. And and what was the reception like in Germany? Were you received very well and you felt very comfortable and yeah. you got to go and where did they, did they, they put you up nearby the horse? You uh, we had to horse? find our own hotel, oh, but okay. we got one that was probably like, what, 10 minutes wow. away or something? Not even. Not too far. 10 and minutes. he settled in, just, just, oh. just settled in just fine? Acted like oh, he has been there forever, nice. yeah. So That's so nice. That <laughs> adds a level of comfort to you yeah. too, because when the horse is stressed and it's hard to get started. It's yeah. really easy. Loads very easy, unloads easy. I mean, he's. Everyone easy. said he was the best horse on the flight. I love so. it. Well, he's traveled <laughs> a, a fair boy. bit with you, right? Before, yeah. between here and South Africa, right? Uh, no, we got him. He hasn't yeah. been, oh, but he flew over from Spain. Yes. So he's already done some, some journeys, isn't he? So cute. He is so cute. <laughs> he's adorable. So you were in Germany for a week, and during mm -hmm. that time, do you, are you preparing? Like, are you training during that yeah, time? Yeah, so we got so to train riding? during the whole thing. Um, <laughs> Love he did a lot of napping. He did. He, you know what? The best nap. It's the same in the racehorse world. I, when I go behind the scenes in the racehorse world at the at the back, you know, the back side of the track, the best, most athletic winning horses sleep. They rest. They just know how to rest. Yeah, and sleep. we we find that at the horse shows too. Yeah. You know, because it's the ones that are most relaxed that take advantage of the downtime. Yeah, you know, do. and some of them Smart. just don't. And it's hard. It's hard when they don't. Yeah, you know, that's, that's really great. Cool. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. <laughs> so you trained every day in Germany. Yeah. You rode. What, how were your nerves during that week? Were you like, um, were you feeling it? Like, oh, I wasn't quite funny. feeling it just yet. I think it more. I actually figured out the nerves hit me as I was going into the main arena to do my test. Then I was like, oh my gosh. Okay, this is actually happening. <laughs> but then I was like, okay, just breathe. You're fine. It's just like a normal show. And then got and under then control and just focused. And, and did yeah. you meet other um, like teammates from South uh, Yeah, so I had the Germany or not until you got. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because they kept the horses all in their countries. So there was one other rider for South Africa, and I got to meet her. Um, I mean, I've talked to her over the phone and stuff, but this was the first time I met her because she's based in Belgium. So. Oh, okay. And how yeah. old is she? Um, I don't know, yeah. but she's been doing this for a very long time. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So you have a very special day coming up this weekend. I you do. You are going to be 21? Yes. Wow, it's the big one. Big 21. Yes. How exciting. Going to have a party. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. I know, don't mind me. <laughs> I know, it's not, listen, stay young and a child as long as you can. Bring it's not, it's cut out to yeah, be. <laughs> it's not, it really isn't. 
So then at the end of the week, you're leaving Germany, you're going to Tokyo, and that's mm-hmm. another long trip. Yeah, that was, I mean, that one wasn't too bad, I don't think. I feel like, because I mean, we, we were lucky we enough to, for... We flew to Paris, and then mm-hmm. we were in a long layover in Paris. Yeah, that was fairly long. And then we flew, I mean, we were lucky because there weren't that many people on the plane, so we like spread out across nice. four yeah. sheets or something. Yeah, so we could pretty much sleep. sleep the whole way, That's which was good. I mean, it was like a 15-hour flight, I think. But something like that. That we, didn't, we didn't notice because we that just slept the whole time. You were the travelers too, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And you had to deal with time changes that as was, well. Yeah. That was my biggest issue. Mm-hmm. I really Hard to know what time had a hard time sleeping. We yeah. struggled a lot in Germany more than I think I did in Tokyo. I think you did struggled a little bit in Germany. Yeah. I struggled the whole time. <laughs> it was just Tokyo, like Tokyo was It's called much, horse trainer stress. Yeah. That's what it's called, people. It happens. Tokyo it is. Was much harder for Gigi me. Gigi yeah. gave us Sleeping the, pills so I could sleep. One Sorry. minute. No, it's okay. We're still fine. <laughs> she had to have sleeping pills though. <laughs> We're actually yeah. going to go to break. It's the halfway mark, so we're swapping over to Palm Chevrolet. I do love Palm Chevrolet. I mentioned how much I love dealerships <laughs> like Palm Chevrolet. I'll tell you why later. But we'll be back in a minute because we're going to hear the rest of the story about competing in Tokyo as a Paralympian. Pretty exciting stuff. Stay with us. Equestrians, it's time to take care of yourself as well as you do your horse. So get down to Pulse Center of Ocala. The PEMF wave is safe and it's a therapy that charges your cells and allows them to function at their fullest capacity so you heal much faster. Check them out at pulsecenterfl.com now and tell them you heard about it on the Horse Talk Show for a free demo. The Larson family has been farming hay in Idaho for generations with a mission to always provide high quality hay products at a fair and reasonable price. Larson Hay loves to meet new customers while always honoring the ones they already have. Find Larson Hay on the web at larsonhay.com, like them on Facebook and definitely visit one of their locations. Larson Hay, Idaho's finest alfalfa and our television broadcast sponsor. Welcome back to the Horse Talk Show. You never heard of a talking horse? Well, listen to this. With your host, Louisa Barton. What does it feel like to be in love with a horse? Presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Back in the saddle again. Now, here's your pretty, pretty Louisa Fab, you're switched on. You're a bit of all right. Yes. <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah. Welcome back to the second half of the Horse Talk Show, presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Honest experience, I might mention. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. I'm Louise Barton in the studio with my co-host Jodie Everton from Chestnut Hill Arabia. It's responsible for the O'Callister program. I love seeing all their pictures of the amazing little children at the barn riding. Well, so yeah, we're getting some new new little ones. The <laughs> yeah. beginner lessons are fun. Oh, I love yeah. it. It's awesome. Yeah. And then we have our special guests back from the Olympics. I'm excited to have Trisha Bell back here in the studio. She loves being interviewed on the show. <laughs> And our Paralympian, Kayla Vanderwalt, whose birthday is this weekend, and I now have to find a black, white, and gold purse. (laughs) 
That's okay because there's British chocolate at her house for me because her mum got it for me at the British store on College Road. Well, actually, it's an Indian store, but that's okay. <laughs> we had some of the best chocolate. I don't remember where it was from, though. It was in Tokyo, yeah. Was it? Yeah. They have um, chocolate. It was like a strawberry chocolate, wasn't it? Oh, it was those little squares. Mm. Oh, no, I got that on the way back. Mm. You weren't allowed to bring us any. Where did we get it? Did we get it in Paris? Uh, no, we got it in the no, we were Tokyo duty-free. Yep, because yeah. <laughs> the airport had no food. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Everything was closed. Oh, my gosh. gave us some input during the commercial break we want to share with you, and that is horses' ears do pop. They do pop <laughs> when they're flying, and they do all that stuff. When they yeah, so when yawn. they get off the plane, they show us maybe behaviorally that that's kind of what they're doing. Yeah, they're yawning, to and, um, yawning and, and opening Working their, their jaw. And, yeah, moving the jaw around to pop their ears. So thank you, Cammy, for input. Well done. <laughs> Learning things all the time with the Horse Talk Show. to Google on the break <laughs> to see if we can find out the facts. We love it. So we're, you're in Tokyo. You arrived. Mm -hmm. What was that like? Because that's a totally different world. I mean, Germany. Yeah. It's a little more, you know, like us. I think yeah. Tokyo seems like it's a whole different world. It's a very different culture. Yeah, yeah. we arrived really world. late, too, so... Well, Thanks, Lisa. That was another thing. <laughs> you arrived really late. Yeah, and then also I went to the Paralympic Village, and then Trish had to go to the equestrian park, so we weren't staying in the same place. Oh, you weren't? Yeah, so I needed... Um, one person had to stay with the horse, so Trish had to go, and she stayed on site. And then I went to the Paralympic Village where all the athletes stayed. Should they separate you? Yeah. So were you there with the other trainers? Well, I there was one trainer from... Uh, for the other rider. For the other rider, mm -hmm. but most of them were grooms. Okay, mm -hmm. okay. Wow. All right. So you yeah. were, like, separated in a totally foreign country, never been to? Oh, yes, pretty much. Yeah, wow. <laughs> but we weren't really allowed yeah. to travel around. Travel anywhere else, so... Okay. Like, we yeah. saw Tokyo on a bus. Yeah. We saw a lot more of it than yeah. yeah. Really? <laughs> So, of course, you've not been to an Olympics before. This was your first, but mm -hmm. it must have been odd having all those empty seats with no people, right? I didn't notice it show, too no. much because the last few shows we did here, there wasn't, you mean they had no spectators either? Sure. And then, I mean, we did have we a few people. More spectators than our yeah, pretty shows much because, I mean, everyone else was there. I mean, all the people. Teams and stuff. Right. And, mm -hmm. and watched. Yeah. yeah. So a really neat experience, and, and then how many days once you arrived in Tokyo did you have to kind of get ready for actually um, competing? I think we had about a week. For, oh, okay. So we had, yeah, a little over a week. And so you were able to train and practice yeah. and kind so of Yeah, so we were allowed field. to ride in the arenas and all that, and then they obviously had specific times where they did arena familiarization. Um, we had like one or two rides where we were allowed to go in there just to get the horses used to the arena. But obviously, and Terrell how was didn't, he? He didn't care. Right? He could care less. Like, whatever. <laughs> he was like, he's oh, so okay. <laughs> he is. I mean, he's just chill. Yeah. Yep, that's in the arena right there. He's just happy. Arena familiarization. Yeah. Yeah. So they they get a chance to get used to kind of just the different surroundings. Yeah. yeah. And they turn on the lights and they have the timers going and they have the screens on so that pretty much exactly you know, how so it would be. So the conditions are the same. Yeah. That's very smart. Yeah, yeah it is. It's they nice. They have all the cameras up so the horses can see him because mm -hmm. there's one that's hiding up between the judges booth that they climb up into looks pretty shady to me but yeah because it had like trees around it and everything <laughs> i don't know why they decided to do that oh, <laughs> yeah. really? oh my gosh yeah. surprisingly most horses didn't you can care see too it much. right behind the guy in the yellow there's oh. a green thing oh, to do yeah. Yeah. And yeah yeah and there's a guy up on top of it see it the black oh, yeah. you can kind of see it a little yeah. Right there. but yeah so that's for like all the different angles they need that they get up mm -hmm. on and it moves and I'm oh like, my gosh Okay. Oh, all right. 
look at him. Yeah, I mean, you need a seriously solid horse to deal with all that. Yeah. Yeah. The only time you actually spooked in that arena was right when we were going in for our test. Yeah. Picked up the counter to go in, and I don't think he noticed the one speaker. And so he kind of like leaped into the air and was like, what the I hell was that? But then he came, I laughed because I was like, I don't know what that was. But then he came right back and was normal. Okay, all right, good. So the, the moment when you went in the ring to actually do your test, mm-hmm. what, what were you thinking? I'm here, I'm at the Paralympics, I'm, yeah. I've made it this far. Um, it Was it like... The thoughts were kind of running in my head more when I was first just going around the ring waiting for the judge to you know ring the bell to let me go in but once I heard the bell I like kind of turn everything off and just focus on the ride (laughs) except for Trish's voice I hear her voice in my head constantly (laughs) telling me what to do Stay active. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And right. then if I do something wrong, I'm like, oh, Trish is going to yell at me oh, for that one. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm always right. <laughs> so but. so when you when you came out at the end, mm-hmm. after you'd done your test and it was complete, how did, how did you feel? I felt very proud of myself and of him. He felt actually amazing. I was very happy with my ride. I mean, we had little mistakes here and there, but I was very proud of him for it. She felt amazing. She made me tear up, and that's really the only thing she tries to do. I wasn't looking. It's my goal in life. Did we air it? Did we air her test? Did we air her test? The video of her test. That's the one video I got. Yeah, we didn't. I didn't get a video of my actual ride. Okay, we have it somewhere. Lauren has it. I think we need to get one. Yeah, I tried to get it, but she couldn't. Yeah, I I think it's too long. She tried to send it to me, but so me being the technically challenged one, I'm. I'm actually the only one that managed to get my phone to cooperate and put it on your television at mm-hmm. your parents' house. So I couldn't video it because I was afraid to touch my phone. I'm not touching my phone. I'm not yeah. going to touch my phone. <laughs> so I said to Lauren, please video this phone and I have it, you know. So we can share that with I was like, somebody's going to video this. So I can watch. I do know you can also watch it on the YouTube TV, the Paralympic oh, yes. channel. They have all of them. Find the grade five individual tests, and I'm in there somewhere. Okay, I think cool. I was like the fifth ride. So and again, grade five, grade individual five test. individual test. So About it was the, the very ride. first competition day. Okay, first competition day on YouTube, and I was the fifth ride. Okay, there you go. Yeah. So do you pinch yourself, kind of coming back, going, I actually rode in the Olympics? Yeah, it was kind of crazy, because <laughs> also then seeing you know all the top riders that have been doing it like for a very long time. I think I was one of the youngest really riders. It was, the, I think, the next rider up. He was 21, so I was one of the youngest there. So I was kind of mm-hmm. crazy too, but that's yeah, amazing. Was really cool. Well, they didn't come yet, so I have to pretend. Mm-hmm. But the horse talk show: medals, <laughs> bronze, <laughs> silver, <laughs> and gold. Ah. They didn't come yet, and mm-hmm. that was like, first of all, getting to be able to even yeah. qualify to go, and and second of all, getting through all of that traveling and you and the horse being so incredibly, mm-hmm. at least in my opinion, perfect. And then getting out there and doing your very, very best, I was crying for you. I was like, wow, I cannot believe it. She got there, she did it, she competed, and all that traveling, and, and obviously all the COVID stuff that you have mm-hmm. to go through to even yeah, get it was, there. Yeah, we were like in one Every big day. bubble. Every day. Yeah. yeah, so much fun. Yeah, <laughs> I know, and and that and it, traveling now is so challenging. Mm-hmm. You know, for everybody, it's always challenging traveling with a horse because that's huge. 
get ready and just an extra stress thing that they sure. put on us. Just but something else. Yeah, we did it. So we, did it. we, we got, got through. From missing one of our flights, that was real scary. Oh, I've done yeah. that many times. Oof. That was. I can't believe we only got one minute left, guys. I just <laughs> want to tell you congratulations. Thank I you. am so proud of you. I'm so glad that you're my friend. I'm so <laughs> amazed by what you accomplished. Thank you. You're blessed to have an absolutely incredible trainer and friends. Nice. Who looks the after you? Trip. Yes, oh. the best, <laughs> and a wonderful horse who is obviously made for you and um, and perfect for you. So well done. Thank you. We love you and happy birthday. I'd thank say happy you. Birthday to you, but you don't want me to. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> yeah, you go. Not you do. might not be friends. She's got a lot of skills. I don't yeah. have singing. Gigi go says it. that's enough right yes. now. <laughs> <laughs> Hurry up. She does. Coming back with Steve Haskin for you. We've got a great interview about the up and coming wonderful horses that we're probably going to see at the Breeders' Cup and bring to you in person or in horse. Stay with us. Thank you to our presenting sponsor, Palm Chevrolet, and our broadcast and television sponsor, Larson Hay, and also to our supporting sponsors, Equisafe, Nirvana Medical Spa, Showcase Properties of Central Florida, the Equine Performance and Innovative Center, and Summit Joint Performance. owners know how much it takes to keep the barn mucked and spotless and the tack cleaned and our horses groomed to perfection but we don't often take care of ourselves take time away from the barn busyness and do something for you equestrians don't ever do as much for themselves as they do for their horses now's the time to become a better brighter you just like your horse This hour of the Horse Talk Show is presented by Palm Chevrolet in Ocala, where the entire team is committed to making your experience in sales and services hassle-free and easier than ever, with no games or gimmicks. Come in and visit on Southwest College Road or online at palmchevrolet.com. A second-to-none experience with all the amenities. Palm Chevy. Find new roads. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show.
Welcome back to the Horse Talk Show presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital and Complete Care. I'm Louisa Barton in the studio with a very special guest, the most handsome, most famous and best turf writer in the whole world, Hall of Famer Steve Haskin. Steve, it's lovely to have you back with us. Thank you for joining us. Well, it's my pleasure. That first description, though, I think you turned everybody off by that. Anybody who knows me knows that the first part's not true, so now they think that all of it's not true. <laughs> You're silly. Hey, listen, we were talking a little bit before we started on this interview here, and now, you know, our best wishes here from our team are with you in the uh, in all the recovery from Ida. I um, I know I'd seen on the news that, you know, up north got, got hit, but I had no idea you were so close to all of that, so... My best wishes to your family and friends and, and everybody oh, in that area as recovery uh, is going on. I know it's, uh, it's, the weather's just been a crazy thing lately, so uh, certainly really our thoughts are with you. But hey, let's talk, let's talk horse. How about that essential quality? Didn't you say he's just like Buck Passer? I did. And, you know, I know it sounds out, you know, people think, oh, how can you compare essential quality to Buck Passer? I, I didn't compare them as far as talent or what they've accomplished. The only comparison I made was the fact that they both win their races the same way, which is they do just what they have to. Yes. Now, you know, Buck Passer obviously, has, he, he won 25 races. Mm -hmm. But if you look at all of his margins, it's a half, three quarters, a length. Mm -hmm. I mean, the vast majority of his victories were by less than a length. I know, I and think essential quality is a smart guy. I think he just wins by what he needs to. He knows where the wire is, right? <laughs> he does. I mean, you know, sometimes you watch a horse and you, you, you look at his certain qualities. Now, he's not going to go out. He's not going to break track records, although all his times have been fast. But he's not going to blow you away. He's not going to win by 10 lengths. He's not that type of horse. He's just, and I'll say, like Buck Passer and, you know, like several other great horses that I've seen. They're just going to win. Mm -hmm. They find a way to win. They can find a way if the pace is fast. They can find a way if the pace is slow. They put themselves where they have to. And he's just listening. He's the same way when he works in the morning. You watch him in the morning. You say, eh, that wasn't that, that, that impressive a work. Mm -hmm. But he, he, he knows he knows it, it's, I, I, I don't want to put human qualities in him, but he knows it's a workout. He knows he's mm -hmm. doing just what he has to. And if there was one thing you have to know about the horse, and, you know, I've visited him in, in Saratoga, and what I saw is what uh, subsequently I, I heard everybody talk about him and even even uh, saw videos put out by the, by the uh, assistant trainer. And we were out there, and he came, he came, right, to the, um, came right to the webbing, and he was playing with my wife, and um, they were having a good time together, and he looked great, and he was bright and alert, and he went went about his business and then um uh, brad cox's son who's his assistant came with you know with his feed and he wouldn't even wait to let him get into the <laughs> stall he was reaching out and eating the feed before it even got to his stall and he was doing great and then we we, we left we walked down the shed or so and then we came back and he was standing by the webbing and his eyes were like three quarters closed and they could say well, all of a sudden, this horse is like getting, you know, sleepy. Mm -hmm. So we, we so we left again for a couple of minutes. We came back, and he is sprawled out, fast asleep. <laughs> and I said, you know what? That's what I love to see. Uh -huh. A horse who knows how to take care of himself. Yes. And, the, and then as it turns out, that's the way he is all the time. 
and like I said, his assistant trainer took video of him and a photograph on the morning of the, of the Jim Dandy and the morning of the Travers. And both mornings, he's laid out, sprawled out in his stall fast asleep. And that's yes. what the good horses do. They know how to take care of themselves. You're right. And he goes out there and he knows how to win. Yes, he and does. It, you know, what manner he wins is, is immaterial. He just goes out and he wins. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And how about our Medina spirit? I mean, my goodness. And a quick mention, by the way, for Essential Quality. He actually started his training here with our buddy, Niall Brennan and his team, and they sure do a nice job getting these horses started here. They do it right. Uh, I've spoken to, to Niall Brennan about him, and he uh, he pretty much just said the same way. That's the way he's uh, he's always been. Yeah. Look, let's put it this way. You know, if you look at the Travers, you look at a horse like Midnight Bourbon, who I always thought, you know, he's by Tiz now, and he's ready for a breakout race. If you told me he was going to go out a half and 48 and 4 and 3 quarters and 114 and 2 by himself, I said, there's no way he's going to lose. Mm -hmm. As it is, he flew home. And what his essential quality does, he comes home his last quarter in 23 flat. And I've got to say, I've been following horse racing for a long time. In a mile and a quarter race, I've never seen a horse. I don't care how great they are. And we're going back to the 60s. Mm -hmm. I've never seen a horse come home in 23 flat in a mile and a quarter race. Yeah. And he wound up getting, he wound up getting a, hundred, a 107 buyer. Mm. He wound up getting a, a, a strong negative thoroughgraph number, and he still he still ran the, the as slow as the pace was. He still wound up running a respectable two hundred one and four. Um, and listen, only eight Travers winners have broken two hundred two in the last twenty seven years. So he wound up having a more than respectable time, or for those slow fractions. Yeah. And if, if 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 Midnight Bourbon had gone out there in twenty two. And 45, well, he would have been seven seven lengths off the pace instead of sitting right behind him. Hmm. So he just puts himself, he just seems to know where he should be. He's very Either intelligent. That, and he listens to Louis Saez. Um, mm -hmm. Louis Saez wants to put him seven, eight lengths off the pace. He'll go there. Yeah. There, yeah. and he wants him to be right up on the pace. He'll go there when the pace is slow. So... He's just hes just an incredible horse. He is a smart boy, that's for sure. He, he's going to have to cope with his, uh, you know, the, the you talk about the, uh, the the battle of the greys in the, in the, in the uh, British Cup <laughs> yeah. Classic. I mean, Brad Cox <laughs> has got Nick's go, uh -huh. uh, who is a totally different type of horse. Yeah. You know, he just goes out to the front and says, run with me and you die, and uh, don't <laughs> run with me and I win. I so, know, right? So nobody's he's reached a point now, nobody's going to want to run with him. That'll and, be that'll yeah. be the Brennans and the Demerics having a little um, little yeah. contest there because Jackie and Nick Demerick gave um, uh, Nick Sko this his start right here in Ocala also so there'll be a little contest going on there Demerics versus Brennans. <laughs> yeah, well, you got a tremendous Florida connection there for sure. That's right. And then speaking of that Florida connection, good old Medina Spirit, born and raised yeah. half a mile up the road from my house. Uh, yeah, he's... listen. You could have gone to see him when he was a baby if you wanted. To. I know. See if you, if that... you knew, uh, if you knew how to spot these horses early on, you'd go out there and uh, you would have gone out there to watch them being born. If you I knew. know. You're right. Maybe I should just go and see all of them born here, <laughs> just in case. <laughs> well, the thing is with Medina Spirit is that it's very simple. If he's in front of the quarter pole, good luck trying to pass him. Yeah. He, he's he's tough. He is. He's tough. a horse that's going to come and get you in the stretch, yeah. but. 
he get you know he gets out there and he always looks like if you if you look at his victories, he always looks like he's going to get beat at the quarter pole. I know. He said they're just going to run right by him. I know. And the next thing you look, you say, well, he's still there. All right, he's still there. Now he's at the eighth pole. He's still there, and he's still there to finish. Yeah. If for some reason he just manages to uh, to to hold you off. Yeah, he's My only hope with him now is that they don't take that derby away from him. Oh, that would I be know. an absolute shame. I know. We're hoping that they don't. My gosh. Steve, we've only got a minute left. That flew by. Um, absolutely wonderful to have you with us and, uh, and getting your input on these horses, especially as we're now looking towards the Breeders' Cup as the next really exciting uh, series of races over that weekend in November. And uh, we'll, of course, be there and uh, bringing you all that coverage. So, Steve, I want to thank you so much again. And um, we'll be talking to you very soon. I'm keeping up on secretariat.com and, oh, you. uh, and your <laughs> stories. So make sure you find Steve on secretariat.com. You can go on Facebook. All of his stories are the best. They're brilliant, well-written, as is he. Thank you, Steve, for being with us. Always my pleasure. Thank you. All Take right. care, Louisa. You too. Thanks. Bye-bye. Steve Haskin, Hall of Fame turf writer. We'll be right back on the Horse Talk Show in just a few minutes. Stay with us. Thank you to our presenting sponsor, Palm Chevrolet, and our broadcast and television sponsor, Larson Hay, and also to our supporting sponsors, Equisafe, Nirvana Medical Spa, Showcase Properties of Central Florida, the Equine Performance and Innovative Center, and Summit Joint Performance. World-class equine rehab promoting faster recovery is available at the Equine Performance Center Ocala. Hyperbaric oxygen therapy and underwater treadmill, a saltwater spa, an aquapacer, magna wave, a vibration plate, swimming pool, massage and laser therapies. With post-surgical care, memberships, packages and BOGOs, EPC delivers a rejuvenated horse through proven and innovative rehab. Like Equine Performance Center now on Facebook and find them on the web at epcrehab.com. This show was brought to you in part by TT Distributors, dedicated to bringing their customers the largest selection of quality horse supplements, products, and farrier supplies in Florida at affordable prices. Also online at ttdistributors.com. owners know how much it takes to keep the barn mucked and spotless and the tack cleaned and our horses groomed to perfection but we don't often take care of ourselves take time away from the barn business and do something for you equestrians don't ever do as much for themselves as they do for their horses now's the time to become a better brighter you just like your horse Style. 
dark gets filled in, or what do you usually do on a regular basis? So, um, something like what I had on when I arrived, mm -hmm. which is, you know, sort of feathery. Mm -hmm. I don't like them really heavy because I think it, you know, it pushes you down, makes you look more like you're frowning. Um, one of the things that's happened over the years is people have overwaxed. They look wonderful. I love them. <laughs> Book your appointment now at Nirvana Medical Spa Ocala and get the eyebrows you've always dreamed of. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Back on the final segment of the Horse Talk Show. Presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to Larson Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. I'm Louise Barton in the studio with my dear friend, Jody Everton from Chestnut Hill Arabians and the Ocala Stirrups Program. We love their horses. We love them. Wonderful community folks are just doing all that they can to help us get a bunch of things rolling. Um, and I love the fact that she always makes me laugh. And we can always have a good time. Always. And I've had a rough week. Did I mention I've had a rough week? did mention and this makes me very sad because well, you're just a, such a lovely person and it bothers me when when she has a spot of bother i, of bother. I well, get very sad so all my life i have been and actually lika i talked to lika on the phone from showcase properties my business partner and friend in the real estate and, and he said to me on the phone don't change who you are louisa you've always loved and trusted people and sometimes maybe that's too much but you are who you are mm -hmm. and, and that's how you're going to be but it's been all my life a problem because all my life I've trusted people. And all my life I have seen that there's a lot of people who don't have conscience and there's a lot of people who don't have a check in their spirit when they do something wrong. And before I tell this story, because this half of the show is presented by Palm Chevrolet, I just want to let you know that this is not endorsed or sponsored in any way by Palm Chevrolet. This is my personal experience I want to share with you. The part that role that Palm Chevrolet plays in this is I've bought every vehicle for years and years from Angel at Palm Chevrolet and I, and I cannot say enough about a professional organization like 
Palm Chevrolet that you can go and know you're in good, honest hands, mm -hmm. know that they're going to protect their reputation, know that they're going to give you a good product and good service. And that's the only part that Palm Chevrolet has to do with this. Mm -hmm. This is not a Palm Chevrolet endorsed or sponsored story. I just want to say that before I start. This is from me to you guys because I feel as horse people, we're always looking for trucks. And in my current situation and scenario, as most of you know, I uh, drive a speeding at 80 miles an hour, fleeing the police <laughs> ran into me in, um, in February of this year, totaled my beautiful Chevy Colorado that I got from um, Palm Chevrolet. It was wrapped at Loco Graphics with the show. And um, I'm still in the middle of this mess. This guy was uninsured. So I'm still in the middle of this subrogation from Blue Cross Blue Shield who want their money back on what they paid from um, my Geico insurance. So I'm still waiting and, and waiting and waiting for this check to come from my uninsured motorist coverage so I can get a vehicle. In between, thought, let me just get a, a little Mini Cooper to run around in, even though I've still got way too much anxiety to be in a little Mini Cooper. But then some personal things in my life made me decide, no, not on the Mini Cooper. Let me go and get a used truck, reasonably priced, something that my son can afford to insure. He's going to mm -hmm. be 18 next year, and I can give it to him once my insurance claim is taken care of. Right. And I can go to Palm Chevrolet and get the truck I want, and I'll have a nice older truck that Edward can afford to insure. Great first vehicle for Sure. Him. So, very hard to find. I looked everywhere because, um, as Angel told me uh, at Palm, the trucks are very hard right now to find and they're very expensive. And in the interests of their reputation, Palm Chevrolet only sell newer model, mm -hmm. really nice condition yep. vehicles. And I was looking for more of like a, a first vehicle, right. you know, for a kid. And so I ended up having to go to Orlando to try to find something like that. And I connected with a guy who had what looked like a really spotlessly nice clean truck the outside of it looked beautiful um, all the photographs passed sent me photos videos everything I asked him better truck under the truck mechanical state of the vehicle everything he sent me everything he sent me a, a so-called Carfax report which wasn't actually one but he said it was he sent me a Ford report with a big Ford logo on it that said it had been checked out was structurally mechanically sound um, signed off on by a mechanic um, that was Ford, an agent of Ford, uh, which turns out it was not and is not and doesn't actually even exist at that mm. address or phone number. But everything mechanically was checked and tires and oil change and spark plugs and I mean everything, the mileage, the VIN number, everything matched. So I thought, wow, you know, I'm short of time, my schedule's very sure. chaotic, I don't have time to do all this driving around and I needed a vehicle. So, um, the vehicle was delivered and um, appeared again to be everything it seemed to be, but it was making a rather loud noise that sounded like the exhaust manifold. So I was very concerned, got underneath to check and find out what was going on and found that the entire frame of the vehicle was rusted out. Now, the only thing I've ever got under as far as a vehicle goes in my life is a horse trailer for obvious reasons because you're going to put a heavyweight animal in it. I never thought of getting under a vehicle. I have to be honest, I've never bought vehicles from anybody but reputable people who I didn't need to look at the frame mm -hmm. of the vehicle. So I immediately contacted Mr. McCall and said, I'm very concerned. He said surface rust. So I'm showing you some surface rust now. Oh my gosh. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen surface rust before. I, I think I have. 
doesn't look like surface rust. It does not. No, it does not. No, it doesn't. So I said to him, I'd like to bring this vehicle back. Uh, you know, maybe you can find another vehicle for me. You missed this somehow. You know, um, I'd like to get a different vehicle. Or I would like a refund. And he agreed to a refund. So I drove the vehicle back. He was not available. And I handed the keys to one of his managers who agreed to take it back. He confirmed that he received it. And he took my FedEx number so that the money could be sent back to me overnight because I needed to find another vehicle. So I found another dealership, found a vehicle, put a deposit down on a sound vehicle and waited for the FedEx. I got a notification that he had used my FedEx account to send the money to me and got confirmation via text from him that it was on its way. When I got home that evening and discovered the FedEx envelope, there was no money in it. So I immediately called him and said, sir, uh, I think you forgot to put the money in the envelope. No, nope, it's as is, it's your vehicle. It'll be parked outside my lot with the keys in it and you can come and get it. And if you don't, it'll be stolen. So uh, on my journey with this vehicle, by the way, I forgot to mention that the fender flares started flying off the vehicle while I was driving it mm. on the side of the road because they weren't attached properly. Uh, uh, yet another thing and the loud ticking noise which was actually the uh, exhaust manifold that he told me was mechanically and structurally safe so I went back with Ian um, to collect this vehicle uh, last week because obviously otherwise it was going to be stolen and it was in my name so I went back to get it um, had an opportunity to chat to John's landlord in, in, who happened to be in passing not sure what he was there for um, and um, waited for a tow truck so AAA came to collect the vehicle and um, transport it to Ocala. Now, the, the end of the story here, it gets even worse. You wouldn't believe it. But AAA send a tow truck driver who loses the vehicle. He actually takes it to the wrong address in the dark, <laughs> abandons it on the side of the road with the keys in it. Oh my gosh. I'm on the phone with AAA all night trying to find this vehicle, calling the tow truck driver, calling AAA, who were telling me, don't worry, we'll find it. Don't worry, we'll find it. <laughs> Guess what happened to the vehicle? It got impounded oh my God. by a police officer and taken to a lot in Ocala, um, actually, uh, tow pros. And I can't say enough about tow pros. They did their job 100%. They even came in on their day off on Saturday to get me this truck that I didn't even want. <laughs> Uh, and I had to oh pay $400 gosh. to get it back. So that was my nightmare story. One of the things I want to say about this is I've cried for three days over it. Oh, that's John McCall. Here's no. a picture of him. You see this guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let us know. One minute. We don't want to um, find this guy. Yes. Yeah, so Twin Eagle Motor Sales in, uh, Auto Sales, rather, in Longwood. Um, yes. Two uh, thumbs way down. Buyers beware. And look. Don't. Go to reputable, even if Palm Chevrolet is not your dealership of choice, it's my personal one, go to a reputable people. And as I said, this is not endorsed or sponsored by Palm Chevrolet, this is my story. But I wanted to share it with you because I think it's buyer beware. Don't be yeah. stupid like Louisa, uh, because this is the kind of thing, and I've cried for three days because of my stupidity. Gotta wrap it up, Gigi's going, yes. So we gotta go, whether you're in Ocala, Marion County, the horse capital of the world or not, Happy hosting around till the next time and thank you, Jody.